Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You guys, it's the Survivor finale tonight. We have so much to discuss. Stay tuned. Destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You guys, Survivor (laughs) finale. Oh my gosh, this is the end of season 34. We had so much go on tonight. We want to just show you guys our notes. Lots and lots and lots of pages. We don't know how we're going to get all through all all this tonight, but we're going to try our best. Um, before we get into anything, I'm your host, Paige Bonato. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Paige Bonato. And I'm joined tonight for the last time for season 34, my wonderful co-host. What's up, Survivor Super fans? I am your host, Timothy Michael. I am joined by my two lovely ladies, and I love them mm-hmm. so much. You can reach me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike on all social media platforms. Guys, this is the finale. I'm a little sad. I know. It's crazy. Dom, where can I find you? You guys know Kosh Natural Risk, which you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dominique P underscore ESQ. Kosh Natural Risk. And um, I did just actually say that it's the last time that we're going to be together this season, but that is not true because I want to let you guys all know this, and I'm going to mention it a few times throughout the um, uh, show tonight, (laughs) that Andrea is going to be here with us tomorrow, and we're super excited. We're going to do like a special season recap with Mm -hmm. her, and we're just so excited to hear all her thoughts. She's going to be amazing, and we're going to be here at 10 o'clock tomorrow yes. um, Pacific time, so make sure you guys tune in and tune into the live chat because she's going to answer a lot of questions for us. Yeah. It's going to be a great dynamic. I'm so, really excited to have yeah, her. And we can't wait. I mean, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. Um, so it's like, where do just we take a breath. Just take a, just take a breath. breath. Just take a I breath. Just want, I just want you fans to know that I love you a lot because I literally came directly from LAX yes. to make this live show. Mm-hmm. And you know it's past my bedtime. <laughs> but I'm here and, and she's going to give Snickers. us all of her fire <laughs> because that's what Dom does and you I love her for that's it. that's going to happen. Love her for it. Do we want to talk about the... Who won where right away, start? or do we want to start from the beginning? Where do we I mean, start? I guess we can just talk a little bit about that just to I begin think with. Here's here's where I'm going to start. Uh-huh. Survivor has me on a roller coaster. Yes. And you guys, the emotional toll that it takes in my life, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can continue to do. To me, for to me, you guys know that Survivor is probably one of my favorite shows. Survivor is the reason that my dad and I were able to originally get close when I first met him in high school. And I love Survivor for that. Mm -hmm. But Survivor also reminds me of what people will do for money, and it hurts my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I get it. At the end of the day, it's always, you know, if not me, everything else is okay. It's almost as if we don't care what happens to the person sitting next to us. And those are the aspects of Survivor that kind of, like, break my heart. Like, I'm super, super excited mm-hmm. of the challenges of the, the, the just the, the battles and the, the hurdles that each and every one of these players are able to overcome as they play, which I think is absolutely amazing. But it just hurts to see how, how willing we are to tear each other down in order to get there. 
Um, so I think, you know, just watching tonight kind of made me reflect mm -hmm. on, you know, the different things that I've seen on Survivor since I started watching. It made me reflect on this season alone of just, you know, the highs and lows this season. But I'm really, really happy that I can honestly say that this was like one of the best seasons mm -hmm. that I think I've mm -hmm. seen in a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm really going to be sad to not be seeing you guys once a week. I know. Yeah. It, I'm, yeah. I mean, I can understand why you feel that way, Dom, but I look at Survivor as a game, and that is exactly what it is. It's a game, and, and these people do what they need to do to win this money, and I look at it as, you know, these people who come from this everyday life who, you know, like Sari, who, you know, was this this person who just sat on her couch all, the, all day and, and mm -hmm. didn't really think that she could play this game. And I look at um, Cochran, who, you know, was this nerdy kid who didn't think that he could do it, build up their, their confidence and, and their mm -hmm. self-worth. And, and, you know, looking at this season alone, Zeke and having this breakthrough, I mean, Survivor does so much mm -hmm. for people who watch this show um, and I can understand why it is frustrating to look at the people because you do see some ugly sides of people but then at the end of the day they're just doing it for a game and you know they are people who are much deeper and much more loving than yeah I, I have to be, play devil's advocate on that point because I mean I know you're going to say, Dominique, you're taking it to a whole nother level. No, but, go ahead. You know, what's to say that guy on the corner who robs you because he literally can't feed his children and he's tried everything, like, he's just doing it to, to for a good cause. Like, I don't feel like the means justify the ends mm. all the time. And I feel like Someone somebody, said, that a, jury today, somebody so. said a really good point about you can win this game and not kill people in your in your quest to get there if that makes sense mm -hmm. and i think we have to do a better job well we see um, that as a problem with culpepper sometimes too like he is so cocky and arrogant and manipulates people but then when he watches it back himself he's like oh my god i, I never i'm not that person like it's just this game takes a toll so i see it from both of you guys perspective i think it it is to that extent, but sometimes it's not as as far as we, you know, it, it's a game, but we also don't want to hurt people's feelings and take it to that extreme. Yeah, yeah I mean, Sarah Sarah brought up a really good point, and I know that I've, I've talked about it a few times before throughout the last um, two seasons that I've been doing After Buzz for Survivor that, you know, I can't, I can't speak to being on a show that is so grueling as mm -hmm. Survivor, but in having been on a television show, you do want the people that love you, who know you on a day-to-day -to, -day to know to know you and to know your heart mm -hmm. and to know that when they see certain things like you really are like there's editing there are things that are taken out of context mm -hmm. like they don't actually get to see you know everything that actually happens but unfortunately we only see what we can see mm -hmm. yeah. and we have to judge off of what we're giving and sometimes that can be really really mm -hmm. hard to come home to so I thought it was amazing um you know, that Sarah said, you know, I had to get permission to play the way that I played and I didn't take it lightly um, in the mean, in the matter in which I played. And so in the one aspect, I was like, okay, I respect Sarah for saying that. But then on the other hand, I was really saddened by Brad because I truly felt like throughout this entire season, he had just so many signs of just arrogance mm -hmm. and just just an outright bully to so many people it was it was ty it was it was michaela it's how he originally first came off to aubrey and it's like you don't have to talk to people that mm -hmm. way and it's almost as if i so I, i'm glad that he was able to truly see himself and i think right. that's what survivor allows people to do because the thing is i feel like brad culpepper is a good person at heart you know i feel like sometimes these games just get so caught up with you and like you said it's good for him to be able to see that back and like realize okay maybe he doesn't realize that he comes off this way and right, right, it right, on right, camera. Right. 
he gets to have that perspective. I think at else. the end of the day, everybody has good intentions. Yeah. And that's just how I look at the world. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are these select few who, you know, are truly evil in the world. But I feel like most of the people go through, all, at least all the people on Survivor go through these vetting processes. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they pick out people who have a very clear head on their shoulders and just want what's best, but will do what it takes to make good television. Absolutely. Yeah, um, let's just get into, we're going to get into the gameplay a little bit um, and just kind of keep going with this. We don't need to get into like every single immunity because we did have a lot and we have a lot to cover tonight. <laughs> so we're just going to start. Um, I mean, starting with the final six that we had tonight, we had a lot of strong players. Sarah, Troy, Ty, Culpepper, Aubrey, and Sari. You know, Sarah's obviously, they, they kind of went through this at the beginning of the episode. Sarah was aggressive, bounced back from all the alliances, and she had advantages. Troy was getting, he's quietly played from the bottom the whole time. He also had an idol. Yes, played. Um, Ty had three immunity idols. He has patience not to play them. Culpepper dominated early, although he was on the wrong side for the merge since times. Aubrey had highs and lows, and she's a very strategic player. Sari never won an immunity, an individual immunity or an idol, and she made it that far. So it's very interesting seeing this dynamic of players. And then, and just to point out, she was mm-hmm. targeted as the first player to go home yes. in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I we, just want to say we that. can't forget that. That's yeah. for sure. Um, so just going along with you know their gameplay and everything, I feel like the the core of this up, a, a lot of this finale was the Ty and Culpepper. Um, Feud. Kind of feud, mm-hmm. yeah, going on. So right away in the first episode, Ty tells Brad about both of his idols. Um, mistake by Ty, clearly, as we saw, Brad basically says to not tell Sarah, and he says, I'm with you now. Now is the keyword. And basically, he, Ty knows that his whole game has imploded, and Brad says that he has no problem voting out Ty with his own idol. Um, basically, that the idol was collateral. I mean, what do you guys think about Ty disclosing this to Culpepper, that he had two idols, and that... And Culpepper really using it against him. I, but Ty bouncing back and not giving it to him. I think Ty Ty made a tiny bit of a misstep there. I think it would have been proper for him to be like, hey, I have this one to mm-hmm. kind of like um, extend an olive branch. But I think disclosing all of the cards that he had in his hand mm-hmm. was a little bit premature. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was astonished in how Brad started speaking to him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you have to be kidding me. Um, but I think Brad was trying to, you know, I always try to think of things like from both points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at the time, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Brad was just trying to make a point about his hurt from Ty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he was one of the people that, you know, had really connected with Ty from the beginning. Okay. And then when he said that, I was like, when when, when were they connected, truly? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I really always felt like from the very beginning it was Sierra and Troyzan. Yeah. yeah. You see, I didn't call him the other name. This Tarzan. Tarzan. So I'm making improvements. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, maybe I miss, because I, you guys know, half the time I'd be like, they're all non-essential. Mm-hmm. So did I miss a step in there? When were Ty and Brad that tight for Brad to feel that betrayed by Ty? Because I felt Ty was super justified in his kind of like flip-flopping at the later end when it came to Brad. Hmm. I think once it had to, I think something happened at the merge, and you guys in the chat correct me if I'm wrong, um, which I might be because there's a lot of information going through my head right now. Um, when When Brad was on the wrong side of the numbers after the merge, Ty had done something against Brad after they had said that Ty and Brad were really close. I don't remember exactly what happened. I think mm-hmm. there was like a, a change in the numbers, but I mean a change in the vote um, that Ty voted out somebody that Brad didn't want them voted out, but yeah. that's where the trust was broken between them. I don't, 
Honestly, Everybody did that, Brad. Calm your nerves. That's what I'm saying. And I don't think that Ty needed to do an extended olive branch to Brad because he had two idols. He could literally have played both of those idols for himself and gotten himself to the final three. Right. Without having to to extend an olive branch or to be treated this right. way from, from anybody because you had two idols. So I you put yourself like, in that I position. I feel like Ty has a really, really good heart, which at some points can hurt him mm-hmm. in this game. I was really, really surprised in that last tribal before the final four um, that they were saying everyone's upset at Ty because he's lying. And I'm looking at everyone sitting there and I'm just you like, lied. Right. But you a lie. Yeah. yeah. And God ain't in you the way you lying. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, hush. Yeah. And, I, and it was interesting to me, like, Ty was really broken up about it. He was like, you guys are so hypocritical. Yeah. Of like, course. Yes. You guys have all done exactly what I had to do and now that I'm doing it, I feel crappy. And yeah. he's the only one who felt bad about even right. doing it. Yeah. Right. I think that Ty, the only reason Ty told Brad about the two idols is because he felt guilty well i think that he also felt for some reason we saw that they had trust in the beginning then it was broken for a little bit i still feel like ty obviously has a good heart and he feels like he can just genuinely trust people i feel like ty discloses to him and it's funny because we see the dynamic for brad ty tells him he has the idols this is before brad won the individual immunity (laughs) and brad acts very nonchalant about it just very cool like okay buddy we'll figure this out what do you want to do what do you want to do then Brad wins the individual immunity mm-hmm. in the maze, the giant maze. And then after that, his attitude completely flips. Yes. And he says, all right, basically, tonight we're voting Aubrey. You're going to play one idol for yourself, and you're going to give me the other one to hold. Yep. And it's like, okay, if you're voting Aubrey, why do you need him to play that idol and give you one to hold? It's clearly, obviously, because he wants to have the power over him. And Ty realizes this isn't this isn't right. I but just, it's funny, I, though, because I feel like Ty would feel bad because... Basically, when when Brad won the individual immunity, he also got reward. Ty just disclosed all this information to him and still didn't take Ty on reward. So I feel like that's probably when it flipped for Ty, thinking, okay, I just disclosed my whole life. My whole game just imploded, and this guy doesn't even take me on reward to show me that we are on the same side. I just felt bad for Ty in that moment. What were you going to say, Dom? My heart was breaking for Ty. First of all, I don't like to see people cry. Mm -hmm. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But for Ty, like my heart just kind of went out for him because he... His back was against the wall. He was trying to be as, you know, honest as he possibly could. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Culpepper, like, kicked him while he was, like, yeah. down mm-hmm. to the gutter. I want to know exactly what Culpepper's... And that's why he didn't win. What Culpepper's plan would have been that night if Ty did play the one and he had the other immunity idol. He would have just saved it for the next night, played it for himself. <laughs> Basically, he said he's not getting it back. I'm using it on him tomorrow. Um, so, you know what? It's just Ty was not having that. He's like, I'm not going to be a dog that somebody's leading. And he said that he was going to... Take the time to think about it. Whenever when they were like, "You need to do this now. Give us the idol now." And he's like, "I'm gonna take time to think about it." And I, I'm happy that he did that because he really had time to think it through. I think a really hypocritical moment that we have to point out in this mm-hmm. is that Brad was gonna take um, Ty's idol and then vote was, him out, and then vote him out, and, and then he, he wants to sit there in the. Were, I'm gonna make a fool out of him. Yep. Who does? And then, that? but then he wants to sit there in the jury and say, with the jury conversation, and say, "Oh, well, you don't have to play this game in a deceiving way. You can play it with integrity." And I'm sitting here going, "But when, what were you when, about to do? How much, how much integrity were you going to show by doing that?" So that's what I'm talking about. And that's why I lost respect for Brad in that moment because yes. I was like, "I could, I could." I think I had lost respect for him on day eight, but I'm glad that <laughs> well, you and finally also, caught on. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. as you said, Dom, and I the, told them, I'm sorry. Yeah. I told them, had Brad have won this game, I was not coming. Back. Um, she did say that. Well, as you said in the end, when Troy, Troy and um, Brad were talking about who they were going to vote out to get in the final three, basically Troy said, 
let's just let down let's let Ty down easy. Let's just let him know right now. And Brad said, absolutely not. I'm gonna make a fool of him. I want him to go into that. This is my island. He said, I want him to feel like he has a shot. And that's the part of Brad that I don't like. And I know that he probably realizes later, but he just knew I'm the king of the island. This is my island now, and I just didn't like how he was. Yeah, he that. said that. He was like, I'm running the show now. Because, but, but, and you just made problem. Who, you made a million dollar mm-hmm. wrong decision because you're arrogant. But it's like, Troy Zan was nice about it. Like, let's just let the guy down easy, realizing this is just a game. I don't want to hurt his feelings too much. And Brad is thinking, he already has the necklace. He doesn't need any more reassurance that he's going to get there. But yet he still says, well, let's just um, like make him look like a fool, basically. And I don't like that. I mean, just Sheldon said he was trying to lawyer them. Brad probably gave the worst closing mm-hmm. argument Thank I've you. ever heard a lawyer yeah. make, and as a as an attorney, made me like upset that he even put that out there. Yes. Well, he also was kind of talking Horrible. about it earlier, just saying, Horrible. "I am a trial attorney, and I know how to make a million dollar um, argument." And oh, then, and then he said, "I don't really need the money." Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> I do. Well, I'll take your place any day. Who says that? Yeah, it's not going to get you votes. It's not going to let you win. I mean, he didn't say that to the to, jury. He said it, he said it to one the camera. Yeah. But it's not going to get people to root for you, ever. No, and this goes back to the... the I made this point... W- a few episodes back when I was like, if I was in the final three with Brad, I would I would make the point that he does not need the money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people got, you know, defensive and they said, mm-hmm. well, if he got to the final three, then he got to the final three, whether he needs the money or not. But then I'm going to sit here and say, if you're going to bring it up. He brought it up himself. I'm Nobody sorry, else. but you're going to bring it up and I have a right to say it too. Nobody else brought it Just up. Saying. I have a serious disdain for arrogance. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a difference between being confident and there's a huge difference in somebody being arrogant. Mm-hmm. Brad Culpepper is arrogant yeah yeah i think that there were so many other people that played this season that deserved it when it comes to skill i think him winning to save his life is amazing i give him that i'm not taking any of his wins Mm -hmm. away from him he he earned it but for me i feel like survivor is more than winning challenges Mm -hmm. when you get Mm -hmm. outside of his strength and you look at his social aspect of the game, when you look at his character as he played the game, mm-hmm. I think he failed. Well, that's why I'm glad that Sarah in her final in her final jury brought speech, it up. Brought it up and yeah. she said, you know, you won five immunities. That's why you're sitting here. But I had to go with what I was given. Yes. What I saw, what I put into my own hands mm-hmm. to get me here. And that's why I had more respect for Sarah than Brad. Yeah, no, I mean that's a great point. Um, talking about the first tribal. With Ty's idols and Troy's idol, <laughs> this was a monumental um, history-making tribal, it and was so good and bad at the same. It time. It was so good and bad at the same time. Basically, Ty, Ty plays both of his idols, one for himself and one for Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Sarah plays a legacy because this is the last time she could play it. So basically, and then Troy just jumping on the bandwagon plays his idol, which he definitely didn't need to do. But I mean, he <laughs> made it to the final three anyway, so whatever. But he definitely didn't need to do that, and. I just want to get your... Okay, so basically, so all that happens, and then Suri is just in there smiling. She already knows what happened. She has... There's no other choice. She's going home. Basically, not a single vote had her name on it. Can you guys imagine how terrible that would feel? I mean, it's, it's at least better where she knows, hey, there's nothing else I could have done. I put everything on the line. There was no way that I could have saved myself. Mm -hmm. But in the same thing, it's like, you didn't have one vote against you, and you would have been able to live another day. That's the game of Survivor, and this is why mm-hmm. this is Game Changers. I mean, there were things that were going to happen this season that we've never mm-hmm. seen before, and it lived up to that moment up until the last moments. And and I think that, you know, the way that Suri went out was a respectable mm-hmm. way, but at the same time, I feel like at the end of the day, she would rather have gotten voted out than how it played out. 
Because mm. if you if you play Survivor, you're either voted out or you're voted in. Yeah. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. And and Sari playing four seasons knows this. And I feel like if she had to have gone out this way or been voted out, she would rather have been voted out. It's kind of like what we saw, I mean, it's, it's different, but what we saw with Jessica last season pulling the rock and just being like devastated oh, because it wasn't... I like Jessica yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, she was all right. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also I just wanted to talk about the fact that Ty played his idol for himself and for Aubrey. Yep. But then he voted Aubrey out the next day. So why... Okay, let us know in the live chat, you guys. Did you think Ty made the right decision by playing the, the idol for Aubrey? I mean... From a standpoint, if he hadn't played the idol for Aubrey, she would have gone home, and then he would have definitely been gone the next day, whereas he wasn't gone the next day. Right. But it's like he played it for her and then just voted out the next day. Do you think that Ty should have saved that idol? Because if he did save the idol, he... Would have been on the. He could have been on the final. No, part. I mean, there's no doubt that he should have. He should have played those two idols for himself. He mm-hmm. found them. He should have played them, especially he so close plays to the in front final. Of people. Especially so close to the finals, mm-hmm. he should have kept them for himself. He just didn't want Brad to have the upper hand against uh, on him, right? Because Brad was being such a douche to him that mm-hmm. he was like, you know what? I don't respect how you're talking to me, so I'm gonna do something that messes you but up. But why couldn't he have just gone back to the island and said, "Hey, Brad, here's the other idol, and you're not getting it." Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, I still have it, and I'm going to play it for myself, so you guys figure out what you're going to do, because I have an idol. He could have easily done that, but, but I feel like Ty plays more on Ty's emotions. Nature. Yeah, and he didn't want to do that. He wanted to, he wanted to hurt Brad in an emotional way, mm-hmm. um, rather than a game way, just like Brad hurt him in an emotional way. That's yeah. what emotional people do. So, exactly. And I feel like Troy probably played his idol just because he was like, hey, I, I know he was, was only two I mean, months left. I think he if was there's nervous. one vote for me. Oh, yeah. wouldn't you be, though? Yeah. Well, Everybody pulling out idols? Everybody got idols? Like, uh, uh, I well, got don't it. let me be late to the party. <laughs> I got it. But honestly, honestly, I'll be honest. If I was him, I would not have played it just for the simple fact that I knew my name wasn't even in contention. Mm-hmm. But then knowing what happened to Sari mm-hmm. and me not even realizing that that was even a possibility until in the moment where mm-hmm. I was like, wait, one, two, three, I know, four. I was like counting. Oh, wait. So oh, that. girl. Oh, oh girl. Run. Like, it Run. is not looking good for you, girl. Let her I build a fire. Hurt. Let her build a fire by herself. I was like, oh, no, nothing. There is nothing you can do. Well, I do want to talk about, too, the way that Sari went out. I mean, she went out with a clapping from all of uh, everybody, standing ovation the whole from the jury. jury, a standing ovation from everybody at CBS Studios tonight. I mean, Jeff gives a speech about her saying, Suri, it has been my pleasure and an honor to work with you. I mean, that just shows the type of character that and person the, that she seriously, is. Seriously, you guys know I'm a little off, but <laughs> that's the way I think about, like, if I was to go tomorrow and I had a funeral, I would want people to feel like I, 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 I made an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I treated them well. That I, I was full of grace. Like, mm-hmm. regardless of what situation you're in, you want people to live leave you with a good impression of you. Yeah. Half these people are crazy, psychotic people. <laughs> uh-huh. And I would never want them at my barbecue. <laughs> well, it's true. Debbie? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we no. see that Debbie. Sari goes Debbie out. Debbie would be at my barbecue. Sari goes out with style and grace, and she basically says, I'm going out in grand style. There's no other way. No, obviously, there's another way. She would have wanted to go out, yeah. but... It was it was time Debbie for her. Debbie would have Debbie would have turned that set out. Oh my god, she'd been like, I'm pissed. Right. <laughs> you crushed my great heart. TV, great TV. Debbie oh will be back to play again. And I maybe want her to be back. I, I like want her. her to be back. I kind of want her to be back too. And you guys know back. how I feel about Debbie. I love Debbie. She's just good TV. 
Um, so going forward, then, we, we go right into our second immunity, basically with the ball that you can't let drop, and Culpepper wins again. Of basically, course. this time he gets very emotional about it. The first time saying... This is for Monica. And the first time he says, not bad for a dumb jock, huh? So it's kind of, it's funny to see, like, either Brad gets really cocky when he wins or he gets really emotional. And then he, gets he cocky. He has two yeah. steams. Yeah, two steams. That's it. Um, so basically, <laughs> he was guaranteed Final Four, and basically he says that he was so focused that it was just like in his blood. He knew he was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of go through a little conversation back at camp saying, this is the easiest vote of all season. It's going to be Aubrey. Yeah. Well, I just want to really quickly mm-hmm. go back to when he won this immunity challenge. I just went back to when they had a chance to vote him out. And I was like, before he even won the last one to get him into final three, I was like, they, that was their crucial. That was the biggest mistake of the season. Who, them who not they vote voting out, instead out of Culpepper? Brad. Um, oh my gosh. Who, you guys, who um, did they vote so, out? Uh, 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 uh. Sarah. 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 No. No. What is her name? Who is his, his, his Andrea. 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 They voted okay. out Andrea instead Thank of you. Brad. Thank okay. you. So yes. So that was a crucial mistake that they made. His friend. Voting his friend. out. Not voting all Culpepper when they had the chance. Because then I, after that, they didn't have a chance. But you guys, I called it four weeks ago. I said, this is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I had like a Julia Roberts moment. Big mistake. Uh, big mistake. I think everybody knew it was like, a big mistake. I, so basically they said that they wanted to vote for Aubrey. It was the easiest vote of all season because Ty is easier to beat in the final three. But Aubrey, Which I would have thought either way it, is, it was yeah, confetti. Yeah, I guess either way. But Aubrey makes a great point basically saying that if Culpepper wins again, he'll take Troyzan for sure and then Sarah and um, Ty have a 50-50 shot. I thought that was a brilliant argument. It was a brilliant argument. So basically, um, Sarah agrees, and then she said she would go home over Ty, which is why she was thinking about making fire. But I'm assuming that Culpepper had a conversation with her saying, like, you're not going home. Just Um, cool your jets, baby girl. Yeah. Because I'm going to beat you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Ty. But but then this is the weird thing, is Ty kind of flips, saying that he thinks, okay, first he said he should just get Aubrey out, and then he flips saying that he should get Troy out. He was confused. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He wasn't confused. He was being emotional again. And once Brad attacked him emotionally, he went and thought that he would go against Brad and mm-hmm. attack Brad emotionally by well, voting it was out just, Troy's. Oh it was my just gosh. weird because listen, that's what they do. Because because Brad said, okay, Ty said I want to vote for Aubrey. Yes. Then Brad said, oh, I want to vote for Aubrey as well. But you're gonna do as I say. And right. then Ty said. Never mind. I'm not voting for Aubrey. I'm going to vote for t- uh, for Troyzan. And it's like he literally switched. He was always planning on voting for Aubrey. He literally switched his vote just because. You guys, it is a common theme, and this is coming from an emotional person. Like once somebody hurts yes. you emotionally, all you want to do is hurt them emotionally. So this is the the running theme with Ty. Like that's why he flipped his vote so many times. Obviously, he came. Yeah, he came back and he still end. voted for Aubrey. But, but that's why he was flipping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I mean, that's uh, it's pretty interesting, but. He still did vote for Aubrey. Aubrey went home that night. Troy had one vote, and it was from Aubrey. Uh, and he uh, was freaked it was out. It was from Brad. Uh, no. No, Aubrey voted for Troy. Troy's in because he, yes. she lost. But yeah. anyways, and he got freaked out because he said it was his first vote. <laughs> but anyways, you guys, there's a lot of information tonight. We're still yes, trying, yeah. we're still trying Sorry, to process guys. all this. Um, Clearly, they have like 20 pages of notes. Clearly. The one thing that I did want to point out from that second tribal was that when, um, when Jeff asked them yes. if there's anybody that they don't think that they could beat in, the, in, the, in yeah. the final, and everybody said, no, there is someone that they can't beat. Except for when he got to Troyzan, and Troyzan was like, no, I can beat everybody. And Troyzan didn't beat anybody! I, I truly think, you guys, I what? think it was a moment where he was trying to come off confident, yes. and it backfired. Because you yes. can see in his yeah. face, once Jeff said it, he was like, oh, oh no. Oh, I think so, too. He was trying to come off confident. Um, but rewind, I, rewind, rewind, retake, retake. Take it back, take it back. See, I thought that Troyzan was going home, because I have written in my notes, either way, even if he hadn't said that, I think it would have been him. 
But it wasn't. It no. was Aubrey. I mean, yeah. I did think that Troy was had the potential to go home last night or the night before. They were smart. Yeah. But anyways, it was funny when Aubrey left. She says, "I'm just so excited to get on the jury and watch these psychopaths." Because they are. They are. Oh my I gosh. I love them. Um. So moving into our CBS final. CBS looks for psychopaths. <laughs> Seriously. So moving into our final immunity then, basically. And I love to watch it. Huge water slide that looked like it was a ton of fun. It was. But um, this is one of the challenges that I love, and it's a survivor staple in most seasons. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to see it as their final Mm -hmm. um, challenge. It is one of the few challenges that in the maze, um, I like it better when they do more of like the the things that look like cornfields. But Mm -hmm. this is one of those games that I always wish that I could play. Yes. Does but I do believe that, us? like, after round two, your <laughs> girl would be looking like oh, yeah. Sandra out there, like, oh, oh, She'd be like, I'm the queen. Oh, I don't God. need to do that. I don't know. I also think that it's great that they always do this final challenges. It's not mostly a physical. It's not mostly a mental. It's mm. mostly everything mixed. Yes. So everybody has a level playing field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it always comes down to, yeah. you know, everybody has an equal, you know, opportunity yeah. to win. The puzzle didn't look as hard as so many other of the puzzles. No, like, it was the first one. Yeah. Um, but basically, I mean, Culpepper wins again. It's a, his fifth in a season. This yeah. is like, it's history. You know, yeah. he's, he, he did a really great job. He's saying that he, he was so prepared mentally that he won before he played the game. Um, so I thought it was a really interesting immunity. A couple people came. Uh, Ty came a little close, but nobody Ty else was came, really. Ty was mm, not really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is. It's like they start off and they look amazing. And then by the halfway through, I'm like, you guys look sorry. Yeah. Because yeah, like, Sarah was going hard, yeah, strong. And then, and then, then all of a sudden. I was like. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of where we get into the point of talking about forcing a tie. Basically, they both vote for Troy's and, and go to make fire. Obviously, Sarah didn't go along with that plan, Obviously. and good for her because something could have happened there. Yes, um, and I think she made the right decision. But it was a great, it was a great final um, last ditch effort for Ty. Yeah, yes, it, 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 was. it was really smart. I think, think he about. knew that if it comes down to it, I can make fire better than she can. Right. So I'm good. I and think it was. I, I thought it was great. And he's always he's always so down on himself that he's not a smart survivor mm-hmm. player. And I think in that moment, he showed that. He's he's really good at this game. Mm-hmm. Dude had three idols, yeah. right? And I think it's just because of his the the language barrier, and and that's where Ty gets in his head about mm-hmm. it. And that's exactly why I think it was a mistake for Brad not to have chosen Ty to find mm-hmm. to be in final three because Brad could have outspoken Ty. Yeah. Um. Even though I think that maybe the jury would have been swayed by the final questions mm-hmm. if if Ty had been in the final three. It's true. I mean, talking, Dom, too, about, like, how you said Ty won three idols. Like, he has a resume. Found them. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? One. One. <laughs> Ty found three idols. Basically, he has a resume. And Sarah makes this point when she's flip-flopping on what to do. She says, you know, Troy hasn't done anything besides do what Brad says, but he also hasn't made anybody mad. And Sandra won twice by not making anybody mad. Yep. So it's just interesting to see, you know, the d- dynamic between But that's all these why people. I love this game because you have to think about you, everything. You have to. And, and, and it's so many moving pieces mm-hmm. and I did love how they broke down for this um, final three the the mage, major points of playing Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like you do have to be a, well, a well-rounded person and that's exactly why Brad did not win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and basically, and why Trozan had no absolute, no even a remorseful point <laughs> right? of winning this game. And it always comes down to the jury questions when they're not even addressing questions to you. You know, you don't have yeah. any kind of shot. They did the same thing with Monica. Yeah, he threw his hat and was like, "Just thank you." Yeah, it's just crazy to me though because. <laughs> 
Dom, you had said when they went to, when Ty was trying to make the case to play fire, basically you said, why even take the risk? Yeah. You said to Sarah, why even take the risk? Brad has no intention of taking Ty to the end. No. But it's just so crazy to me but that Brad did still, have no but, intention. But, that, that get, but Paige, what did I say? That gets back to Brad's arrogance. Yeah. He truly felt like, whoever I take, I'm beating. I just don't know but, how he could have felt that way Because about Sarah. I feel like he relied so heavily on how many immunities that he had won and he was relying and banking on the fact that Sarah had pretty much screwed every single person in the jury but he didn't realize that they would sit back and be like dang I wish I would have done that yeah yeah and another thing that I want to point out from a, a deception for Brad was the fact that he told Ty that if he voted out Aubrey that that Brad would take him to the final three. Mm-hmm. And Ty did flip his vote at the last second mm-hmm. that we, we, based on the emotional thing, and did vote out Aubrey. And yet Ty, um, Brad still had no intention of taking him. Yeah. So this whole, this whole like thing I with Brad about being... It is just I funny to me, though, that Ty did flip on his own before Brad even mentioned uh, voting out Aubrey, though. Because he knew that he couldn't vote, like vote ag- or he couldn't win against Aubrey. But it's yeah. just funny that he played his immunity idol for her the day before right, when he could have right. used it for himself. Yeah, and I didn't want to backtrack. I just it's just it just keeps going to the fact that Brad didn't play as clean a game as he said he did. Right. Just saying. Right. No, I I totally agree. Um. So <laughs> basically, <laughs> at tribal though, and why did Culpepper have that mustache? Oh, uh, then used bad. car salesman from 1952. He like yeah, for pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But he just. Like Stranger Dangerous. Sorry, yeah. trying to move forward because we don't have a lot of time. I know, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I clearly want to talk about more important things. Yes, of course. Um, but at Tribal, the the tie slash fire situation. Why did Ty even go so far as to bring that up? He brought it up to everybody at Tribal, and I just. I don't think that was the I best strategy. He, I think he was trying to lock it in with Sarah one last time. I mean, yeah. the, the tribal is your last-ditch effort mm-hmm. to say anything yeah. else that you possibly could. We've seen it time and time mm-hmm. again. Um, I'm just happy that Sarah wasn't stupid. Yeah. Like yeah. Brad. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and still at tribal, Brad is still saying, I've got the necklace, you've got no leverage. Basically, nothing comes without a price. And, I mean... I don't know. I, I just I just don't like that. But anyways, Ty goes home, and that's that. We got down to our final three. Yeah. We have Aubrey and Troyzan and Brad Culpepper. Day 39, they all made it. Um, they're all making their cases, and this is, I mean, this is the end. We kind of went through what they, what they said to make their case. Basically, the jury comes back. We have, you know, Zeke, Andrew, they're all talking about how people personally hurt them, what happened, and we kind of go through a different time in tribal this time, basically, Jeff says, we're going to go through outwit, outplay, outlast, all separately, so basically we can break it down that way. Mm-hmm. And I really actually like this because in a lot of final tribals, I feel like I don't get enough information from the final three because it goes by so quick. And sometimes they just ask very general questions, and I really like that they did the whole outwit, outplay, outlast, the three pillars of the show. Um, and... So, I agree with you. I think that uh-huh. I really love this this the way that they did it this yeah. time. I mean, it's game changes. We expected something different, but I like that they can really examine everybody's yes. gameplay choice by choice. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I loved about this. So Zeke says just right off the bat, he says, "Just so you guys know, I'm a champion for Sarah done. because she did everything that she could have done. Yeah, she stabbed people in the back, but like she was on the right side of the vote." every single time because she put herself in a situation to be on the right side of the vote. I love that he brought up the fact, and it was funny because earlier in the first tribal, I had made a comment 
to Timothy about the <laughs> fact that her jacket looked like she was a homeless person and yeah. I wanted her to stop wearing it. And then literally the next tribal council, as we see, is when Zach, uh, Zeke brings up the fact that it's actually his jacket. Yeah. And I'm like, you were the reason why this man went home and you have been rocking his, his jacket, jacket every tribal? <laughs> that is disrespectful and amazing. Right? Um, Andrew it's badass, like they put right. it. Right. Andrea said something pretty interesting. And speaking of Andrea, you guys, we're going to have her on the show tomorrow at 10 p.m. So oh, be here. She's going to tell us everything about the season. It's going to be great. Um, speaking of her, she said that um, she's like, basically, Sarah, are these personal relationships real? Because you made us all feel like you really were our friend. And she said, I feel kind of gross. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a really interesting way to put it. Yeah. Well, it on, interestingly enough, I agreed with Andrea because that's exactly how I was feeling about Sarah mm-hmm. um, last last episode and really just like I I hope she doesn't win because the way she's played this game but it was in her final speech to Mm -hmm. the jury where I it really kind of put it in perspective to me where she was just like look I tried to play this game the honest way I tried to play it like the Mm -hmm. person that I am back home and it did not get me to the million dollars and I had to come in here and ask myself if I play it in a different way will it have another outcome and it did for me (laughs) and so it kind of made me sit back and that's what I was talking about the whole looking at human nature she had to be this vile person Mm -hmm. to win this game Mm -hmm. and it it, and i think that's the part of it that kind of made me still a little bit sick but it worked yeah totally and and andrea was saying just how can i feel good about this vote like let me know how i can feel good um and basically we kind of get this in between between brad and and sarah basically they were saying brad lacks a personal relationships where sarah was great at the personal relationships but she was a liar so it's they they were kind of scared how Sarah can shut that on and shut that off. And basically she just told us, hey, I do this in my personal life every day. I have to do what I have to do to survive as a police officer. And I brought that in the game this time to what I need to do to survive in Survivor. Well, another thing that Andrea said that was pertinent to Sarah's case was that when she brought up the fact that, you know, who is the real Sarah and who's the fake Sarah? And Sarah literally brought up her personal life Mm -hmm. and said, I'm an undercover police officer. This is what I have to do. I am trained to turn these, these personality traits on and off. And this is how I got this far in the game. And then another thing that she said was, was just pointing out, um, um, a con for Brad was she asked him why he wasn't reaching out to people on the bottom mm-hmm. and he really couldn't explain why. Mm-hmm. And then Michaela was asking him, you know, what do, what do you know about me? Yeah. And this just goes to the fact that he never really developed these personal relationships. And this is why I love once again, survivor, because at the end you have to have had these personal relationships with these people. Like, yeah, we really got along, but I screwed you in the end. I love how Michaela like, just went for it too. She's like, what do you know about me? And he starts stuttering and she goes, no more questions, your honor. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's so funny because Michaela is the love to hate. Like, mm-hmm. I love her, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, you make me want to strangle you. Sometimes yeah. she's a little extra. She's a little extra. She's a little extra. Um, but I got where she was. I got where she was trying to come from yeah. because, and yep. this is how, and this is, you guys know that I was Michaela's biggest fan from the very, mm-hmm. very, yeah. um, very, very jump. But I felt like what she was trying to say was Brad really never gave her a chance. Yeah. Brad never really tried to get to know her, but off bat just did not like her, didn't care mm-hmm. for her. And I get it. She has an attitude. She doesn't come off that well. But there are some people in life where if you just hurt them out, you would begin to like understand, like, you are this way because of X, Y, Z. Like, I get it. I feel like being put in that situation on the spot, like, what do you know about me right now? Go. And he's like, okay, you went to this you went to you did this you did this and then he's like oh what do you want to know like I feel like it would be kind of nerve-wracking like how 
You just have to spit out these facts. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. Think... I'm sorry. But literally, you have spent, I don't think that you have Culpepper spent 30 somewhat days with these people. All you do is sit around and talk. Yeah. Like, you are doing a challenge for a day. And then for the rest of the day, like, what do you have to do? Like, you've been on immunity. You've been on reward challenges with this person. You've, you're at camp. You sleep next to this person. Like, Paige, okay, if, okay, I was, okay. and right, right. if I was with you guys for 30 somewhat days, I would know more about you than you work at a at a this company yeah. and you were are from Texas. Like, Dude. Come on. I, I Come only on. see these okay. people for two hours <laughs> once a week, half out of the year. Yep. And I know a great deal about yep. their lives. Yep. How do you spend that much time with somebody and don't know? Look at All I'm head. saying is I feel like sometimes he you knew, put on the spot and he, you get nervous. He knew what was in her bio at the bottom of the survivor ticker. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, no, I totally agree with you guys. No, I mean, you're right, honestly, I love you. Brad probably didn't know that much about Michaela. I'm just saying, if I was on there, I might like freeze up and be like, I really do know you. No, I, just, I get, I, I get, got nervous. I get what you're saying, but at yeah. the same time, like when you're going to jury, you have to be prepared for everything. And you're right. And you have to be. You have to understand but that somebody Serene, might ask Serene you made the best point of the night. You are trying to convince people that weren't were playing with you for a million dollars that they did not win the money, but that you now deserve it. You gotta come. You gotta come with a little bit more than that. Yeah. yeah. No. That. Yeah. I mean, it's totally true. Because I'm pissed. At yeah. the end of the day, I left my family. I and missed out winning. on major family and life experiences to be here. Mm-hmm. Sell it. Yeah. Sell it. it. No. It's Brad. True. Brad gave a horrible final speech. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Troy yes. Zan was was better than Brad. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of Troy Zan, I mean, I do think that he gave a, a great final speech. He basically, I mean, he knew. He said, you guys, I just want to let you know. I appreciate it. I know where you all stand, so I'm not going to try to make something super emotional. I just want to let you guys know, since I saw season one, this is what I've always wanted to do. It's been an honor to play with this, all of these Survivor legends, and I really appreciate it. And I thought that was very humble of him, and it was just a, gr- a great way for him to go out. It was a very, it was a very good, like you said, it was a very good closing moment for Troy Zan. Absolutely. Um, um, the way that, real quick, the way that Zeke talked about being a champion for Sarah, I just wanted to touch on the fact really quick that Ozzy talked about being a champion for Brad. And basically, he was saying to to Troy Zen, okay, um, they were going through this thing about the difference between a passenger and a driver. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was interesting that Troy Zen was basically just like, hey, I'm sitting here and you're sitting there. But people kind of, they didn't like that. But something also that Aubrey said, I know I'm kind of going in circles here, but I just want to get all this information out for you guys. I think we all are. Aubrey says, she calls out Brad and says, you're kind of in this anyone-but-me mentality. Aubrey was in that mentality every time. Like, everybody's in that mentality every time when you're doing a vote. Like, not necessarily that you have to be rude to somebody, but that mentality is something that goes on in Survivor all the time. Anyone-but-me, anyone-but-me. And we see that through everybody, especially Aubrey, and I just, I don't think it was right for her to call that out. But Sierra says, basically, he did it subtly, and she thought that he should win. Yeah, I think that one thing that um, I loved about Sarah, what, mm-hmm. what Sarah had said, was that, you know, she she played this game as you know she asked for permission to, to to from her family and her friends to to further herself in this game because mm-hmm. she learned from her past season mm-hmm. and that was the biggest thing that we felt this entire season with Debbie when she was um, when she got that whole thing with Cochran. We wanted people to learn from their past seasons, and that's exactly what Sarah did. She learned from her past season. She brought it into this season, and she won. Mm-hmm. That is why she won. But yeah, basically, she said she was always a driver. She was always on the right side of the vote, always. Right. And she did that because she got those relationships basically to know how to be on the right side of the vote. I think she absolutely deserved to win. I do too. Um, I I. I think that she did a great job. I'm very happy for her. She said that she paid, really quick, the ending speech that she gave, basically how much attention she paid to detail when she found that advantage 
Under Michaela's feet. Sarah's speech She said, I I found that under somebody else's feet that was meant for them, and I took it. And Michaela totally agreed with her. She said, you found that advantage, and now you use it against me, and I'm sitting here, and you're sitting there. Like, you did a great job. Also, the fact how she says Sierra had the legacy advantage. She wanted... She, she needed to figure out a way to vote for her and still get the legacy advantage. Sarah paid so much attention to detail. She did a great job. She was the one person that was in on every vote. And basically, she, won. she deserved it. I mean, what do you guys think? Sarah. Let us know what you Congratulations, think. Congratulations, Sarah. Are you happy that Sarah won? Was there anybody else you would have rather seen win that was in the final three? I mean, no. No, not even a little bit. I think out of what we what the jury was given, mm-hmm. Sarah was definitely the best option to win this game, I think. Although there were a few moments in there that I necessarily didn't agree with mm-hmm. her game moves, I wouldn't have played it that way. I think overall, mm-hmm. Sarah played a great game. She mm-hmm. was a team player when she needed to be. Mm-hmm. She was vindictive when she had to be. Um, she won when she needed to. Yeah. Um, I think overall she did a great job. I, I think... Yeah. Um, I think Survivor is really interesting. I think, you know, on any given night, somebody else may have made it to the final three out of that entire group. Everyone mm-hmm. was one move away mm-hmm. from moving a little bit further in the yeah. game, and that's what the life, that's what life is yeah. at the end of the day, you know? But you have to just take it and, and move on, and maybe, you know, they'll get another chance to play, or maybe, you know, they won't. But yeah. at the end of the day, I think each and every one of them played a decent game. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's not one person where I'm just kind of like, Why? I mean, it was Game Changers. We saw tons of game-changing things this season. It was incredible. Um, We are running out of time, you guys. So, like I said earlier, Andrea will be here tomorrow. Andrea Belke from three seasons of Survivor. She's going to be here in the studio. We're going to be talking to her about everything that happened this season, her gameplay, everybody else's gameplay. We're also going to talk about the reunion tomorrow since we didn't have time for tonight. It's going to be a great show tomorrow. You guys should tune in at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Um, we want you to tune in a live chat. And also comment on this video, like, subscribe. Let oh, us know how we did this That's interesting. Season. I want to bring up one mm-hmm. point. Sheena said that um, Sierra still didn't vote for Sarah. Yeah, I, that's I guess. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, yeah, because Sierra was always mm-hmm. on Brad's side. She was, side. On she was always with Brad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into this tomorrow. Is there yeah. any final thoughts you guys want to say before we jump right into that? This was a great season. Mm-hmm. I loved our viewers, our viewers, and everybody in the chat that has stuck with us through this yeah. entire season. I know that I came late, but it's been an honor to work with both of you ladies. Oh, we I hope to be you. back here next season. And I loved everybody in the chat. You guys made our lives with this chat. Yes. Yeah. You guys don't even know. Like, I, I would not do this. Please know, I would not do it if it wasn't for our fans. You guys are awesome. You guys are super engaged. You guys keep us on our toes. Yes. And even though you guys half the time don't d- agree with any of my points, <laughs> I love the banter. I love being able to sit and talk to you guys as we do this show. I don't take it for granted that you guys spend your time with us. And this um, is the point of the show, Wednesday. to have very different opinions and to just discuss everything that goes on in Survivor because this game is so crazy. We love hearing you guys' thoughts, mm-hmm. as you guys said. Oh, Thank also, you for joining us. Oh, also, if you us. guys have any questions for... Um, Andrea. Andrea, before she comes yeah. tomorrow, you can tweet any yes. of us. We'll definitely make sure to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be running live like I always do if you guys are here tomorrow. Yeah, that's a great point. So definitely let us know any questions you have, and we'll be sure to, to ask them. Yeah. Mike Rip says hello. He's oh, sorry that he had Mike. to leave this season. Work took him away. He said he's going to try to come back next season. Good. We hope so. You better be. Um, but anyways, do you guys want to say where they can find you before we wrap oh, up? Oh, as always, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at P underscore ESQ and again at your own risk. You guys can find me at I am Timothy Mike uh, on all social media platforms. Once again, it has been an honor to, uh, to work with you guys and to chat with you guys every week. 
And I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonanno. Make sure to join us next season, and especially tomorrow when Andrea is here at 10 p.m. Pacific time. We can't wait to see you guys. Thanks so much, and have a great night. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.